This is Sarah Lemon, author of The Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Eggplant, tomatoes, zucchini, peppers. Put them all together and what do you get? That classic Provencal stew ratatouille. A lot of people herald this as the quintessential dish of summer and my blog acknowledges that I come to it late in the season. It's not summer anymore and I still have a fair number of good-sized zucchini. I have few sort of raggedy-looking eggplants, both globe and Japanese varieties, so it's hard to do too much with one of those, but put them together and add some of the peppers that we have in good supply that if the days were warmer would actually ripen with some onion and some tomato, which I'm using canned because most of the tomatoes on our plants have no hope of ever ripening. <laughs> bring them in at this point, bring them indoors, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure it's ever going to happen. But I can still make a passable version of ratatouille because this is a dish that is entirely open to interpretation. As my latest blog acknowledges in sympathy with a recent column from Chicago Tribune writer and chef James P. Dewan. He says there's exactly nine bajillion and twelve recipes for ratatouille. He's known for his hyperbole, of course. But it really is a dish that is entirely dependent on the ratio of the vegetables, which you prefer over others, and how long and to what degree of doneness you like your vegetables cooked. Some people prefer to have their zucchini disintegrate into mush, and they consider that a proper ratatouille. I simply cannot conscience overcooked zucchini, and so I stir mine in at the very end. And the recipe that's posted to my current blog under the headline, Making Serving Ratatouille Open to Interpretation, posted on October 4th, is a pretty good approximation of how I would go about making ratatouille. But the very first iteration I ever knew for this dish wasn't the proper Provencal version at all. It was a version called Quick Ratatouille that I tried from a cookbook titled In and Out of the Kitchen in 15 Minutes or Less. This is by Anne Willen, who's known for her expertise in French cooking. She's written numerous books. She's had a television series. This book was published in 1995, and I found it on the bargain markdown cart at the SOU bookstore when I was a freshman, I'm pretty sure. And up until that point, my experience with cookbooks was pretty limited to Betty Crocker, Better Homes and Gardens, nothing too cosmopolitan, nothing too international. And this one caught my eye, not really for the theme of getting out in and out of the kitchen in 15 minutes or less. I mean, of course, being a college student, I was interested in speedy meals that were still freshly prepared, that weren't just, you know, ramen noodles. <laughs> Yuck. 
But um, I had no knowledge of ratatouille, had never even heard of it, nor did I have any knowledge of frittata. And I credit Anne Willen, and I've cited her in my blog for this in the past, for my discovery of frittata. And in fact, leftover ratatouille is the perfect thing to put into frittata. I mentioned in my blog, folded into an omelet, but same idea, really. My take on ratatouille, the quick ratatouille, is more of a saute. It's just a sauteed vegetable side dish than it is a stew. I had no idea that there was any other way to make it. And I had just started dating my now husband and we were going to make something to eat. And I was trying to come up with something a little different. Um, I don't remember what we were having as the main dish, maybe some chicken, you know, some, something fairly pedestrian. But I, I wanted to make something colorful and fun and healthy. And I knew that he liked peppers and onions, which I'm not a huge fan of. So I was being gracious, <laughs> offering to cook this and asked him, well, what about ratatouille? And he gave me kind of a strange look. And he said, well, I've never really cared for it all that much. And I said, well, really? You like peppers and onions, right? And, and aren't you okay with eggplant, zucchini, and tomatoes? And he sort of shrugged and I went ahead and made it. And as he was tasting it, he almost immediately commented, wow, this is not what I was expecting when you said ratatouille. And it must have been either the next time I saw his mom is very newly acquainted with her. I'm not sure if ratatouille came up in conversation or if he just said out of the blue, mom, Sarah's ratatouille is nothing like the one you make. And little did I know that he had given his mom such a hard time over the years for this just mush of vegetables that she liked to prepare in the summertime from her very, very delicious garden vegetables, for which I give her still the credit for any ratatouille that's, that's made in my house today for growing the vegetables in the first place. For everyone who likes their vegetables lightly cooked, and in the early to mid-90s when Ann Willen was writing this book, that was definitely the trend. No vegetable overcooked, crisp, tender, all the way. Ratatouille, the quick ratatouille in her mind fits perfectly into that format. It still has all the classic vegetables, including some fresh basil. Her secret ingredient that she credits to another friend and French regional cook is a heaped spoonful of ground coriander, which is not traditional. Most people probably wouldn't even think to add that. And it marries all the ingredients together, she claims, without it being overwhelming. I typically don't keep ground coriander on hand. I might have sourced it early on for this recipe. I'm not sure. I don't know that I would go out of my way to purchase that just to put in this dish. I like to keep whole coriander seeds on hand and grind them myself for recipes. And maybe that would be the way to go because I love the crunchy pop of whole coriander seeds that are toasted. Sprinkle those right on top of this would be a delicious touch as well, perhaps. The main ingredients, though, for quick ratatouille from Anne Willen's book, In and Out of the Kitchen in 15 Minutes or Less, is one onion, four tablespoons olive oil, one medium eggplant, aubergine, 
in this book because it's written in England. Two garlic cloves, one tablespoon ground coriander, one teaspoon dried Provencal herb or dried thyme, one red bell pepper, one green bell pepper. In my opinion, you could substitute yellow or orange for that if you don't love the flavor of green bell pepper, which I am not a fan of myself and I would not choose that. It's not all that common from my reading of a number of recipes. Put it in if you like. I do know some people, members of my own family, who think green pepper is a, a wonderful ingredient. One pound plum tomatoes, two small zucchini, courgette in her parlance, a small bunch of basil and salt and freshly ground black pepper to taste. She recommends using a wok to cook this in. That was another trend of the early to mid 90s. I don't often get out my wok just for everyday use, mainly because it's a little bit unwieldy. I prefer my cast iron skillets. So you could use a wok, you could use a cast iron skillet, you could use any other skillet you happen to have. She claims that the wok keeps the vegetables from overcooking because of the heat distribution. I'll trust her on that one, but we'll probably continue to use my cast iron skillet for this. First, peel the onion, leaving a little of the root, then cut it in half from stem to root. Set it cut side down on the board and thinly slice it. She's giving us a little knife skills lesson. Heat the wok or skillet for 10 seconds and drizzle about two tablespoons of the olive oil around the sides and heat until almost smoking. Add the onion and leave to fry over medium heat. So this is going to brown the onion. And if you like that caramelized flavor in your vegetable sautés, certainly do this step just as directed. I prefer a little bit more on the, the soft and kind of melting side as far as my onion goes rather than like a brown caramelized flavor and texture. So if you like your onion softer, just keep the heat low for this first step and add the onion and cook it until it's soft. Trim the ends from the eggplant and without peeling, cut it in half lengthwise. Set the halves cut side down on the board and cut them lengthwise again into three or four strips. Finally cut these across into three eighth inch slices forming generous chunks of eggplant. Stir the eggplant into the onion with the remaining two tablespoons olive oil and enough salt and pepper to flavor all the vegetables. Leave them to continue cooking. Next, prepare the garlic. If it's added too soon, it tends to scorch. Lightly crush the garlic cloves with the flat of the knife to loosen the skin and discard it. Smash the cloves with the knife, then chop with the blade and stir into the vegetables with the coriander, that's one tablespoon ground coriander, and one teaspoon dried Provencal herbs or dried thyme. Have the peppers, that's one red pepper, and she calls for one green bell pepper, but you could use a different color. In fact, I found purple peppers at Food for Less the other day, locally grown, that would be gorgeous in this. Snap out the cores with your hands and discard the seeds. Put the halves cut side down on the cutting board and cut them across into thin slices. Stir them into the other vegetables. If you don't like large pieces of pepper, and again, I'm sort of of that inclination, you could certainly make this a smaller dice. She calls for plum tomatoes, which have very thin skin, so she doesn't bother to peel them. I'm still one of those people who's pretty picky about tomato skins. 
which stick to your tongue. (laughs) I think when they're in a saute of soft vegetables, or particularly more the stew-like version of ratatouille. So it's very, very easy to peel tomatoes, of course, simply by coring them and dropping them into a pan of simmering water. The skins start to peel back. They pull off almost effortlessly. Easy peasy. If you don't care about tomato skins, go ahead and leave them on like she's suggesting. Or I used canned tomatoes for this whole peeled canned tomatoes with great success. This though calls for one pound of plum tomatoes, have them across, squeeze out the seeds, place them cut side down on the cutting board and cut across first one way and then the next into four chunks. Stir them into the other vegetables. By now, about six to eight minutes will have gone by. Remember, she's timing this. It's in and out of the kitchen in 15 minutes or less. And the vegetables should be starting to soften and brown lightly. Finally, prepare the two small zucchini. Trim the ends and have the zucchini lengthwise. Set two side by side and cut them into three-eighths inch slices. So three-eighths is a strange measurement, but it's because the original was in centimeters. That's one centimeter in Britain. Three-eighths inch or approximately. Stir the zucchini into the other vegetables, taste, and adjust the seasoning. Of course, if you have large zucchini in your garden, if you're still dealing with large zucchini, it's just fine to use one of those and cut it into just smaller pieces instead of the half moons that you're going to get from a smaller zucchini. A trick that I've seen, and granted is, is a little wasteful, but at this stage in the game, after an entire summer's worth of garden vegetables, who really cares, cut just the outer layers off the zucchini, leaving the seediest interior part, and don't use that. Just get rid of it, compost it, do turn it into zucchini bread, grind it up for zucchini hummus, and only use the firm outer layers of the zucchini for sauteing. It's one way to go about it. At this point in the ratatouille, pretty much all the vegetables are in. They just need to cook for a few minutes. And she recommends doing that by covering the pan and adjusting the heat. They should cook fairly quickly, but not scorch. And leave the ratatouille to cook for eight to 10 minutes. At this stage, all the vegetables will be soft, but they will still hold their shape. If you prefer them softer in the traditional style, she says, leave them a little longer. While the vegetables are cooking, pull the basil leaves from the stems and coarsely shred the leaves. When the ratatouille is done, your taste, stir in the fresh basil, and you can serve ratatouille hot or leave it to cool to room temperature. That takes about 30 minutes. If you leave it longer, even up to two days, the flavors will mellow. So you can taste it again and adjust the seasoning just before serving. And as I mentioned in my blog, the sky is kind of the limit with serving ratatouille. If you are enjoying it as a stew, crusty bread is pretty much the only accompaniment you need. You can stir it into pasta. You can slather it onto bread, top it with cheese and make a super, super flavorful grilled cheese sandwich. And another very traditional French preparation for leftover ratatouille is given in this cookbook right under the main recipe for the dish. And it's baked eggs with ratatouille. I mentioned this in my blog as well. 
Just butter a couple of little casserole dishes, gratin dishes. Heat up your ratatouille in a shallow skillet so it heats up quickly. Preheat the oven to 375 degrees. Put your leftover heated ratatouille into your buttered baking dishes and make two wells in about a medium-ish baking dish and crack an egg into each of the wells. You can use individual ramekins as well and just make one well in the center. Bake those in 375 degree oven. It takes about eight to 12 minutes until the egg whites are set, but the yolks are still soft. This is such a delicious breakfast dish, sort of in the vein of shakshuka, which has become really popular lately. I see it all over social media and from cooking sources, but this one is probably more well known in the West for decades now, and it's a traditional French bistro dish, as Anne Willen mentions, just absolutely delicious baked eggs in leftover ratatouille, which are often called eggs au plat in French bistros. So give those a try and find the more traditional version for ratatouille on my current blog, The Whole Dish at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading the whole dish.